Hey, my boy's wicked smart. We're talking about Pat Fryamuth from the wonderful state Stop of Massachusetts. It. Stop it. Stop it. Sorry, sorry. I was obviously referencing that uh, extremely fictional film uh, by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. A guy from Boston is smart. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about Pat Fryermuth right now. Uh, tight end out of North Andover, Massachusetts, goes to the Brooks School. Nick, despite all the jokes uh, that I am surely going to make uh, about Boston over the course of this uh, mini-episode that we're doing on Pat Fryermuth, he has one hell of a tight end idol that stems from the fact that he is from uh, Massachusetts and while we are definitely not saying that he is going to be as good as this guy you can kind of see some similarities in their games yes being from Massachusetts of course he is a Rob Gronkowski fan it's obviously it's a lofty comparison to make but I think the style that he plays with is fairly similar to what Gronk um, employs on the field for the New England Patriots. I think what makes Gronk such a such a great tight end in the NFL is that, yeah, he's obviously this receiving beast who's a, a red zone dynamo, but he's not afraid to be a blocker. He's not afraid to mix it up, and he's big and strong enough to do that, and that's what makes Fryermuth such a great prospect in my eyes, is that he truly is an all-around tight end and I know there's a lot of guys that we've talked about in the past be it Nick Bowers or um, maybe a guy like Danny Dalton who we've said yeah they should be great all around tight ends because they're big and strong and because they look like they can be blockers there's a difference between looking like you can block and actually being able to block and that's what sets Fryermuth apart as a high school prospect I think is that he's already a good blocker he understands how to do it he understands how to block both linebackers and um, defensive linemen he he I mean just simply put he's a really good blocker and that's not to and that doesn't the fact the time that he spent being a blocker and the pride that he takes in being a blocker because there is a lot of pride he takes as being a blocker it's one of the things that he celebrates um, personally most about his game but he's also a really good and fluid receiver he's not he's not Zach he's not Zach Koontz as a receiver he's not uh, Mike Kosicki as a receiver and he probably won't ever will be but he doesn't need to be he I, I mean, actually, a fair comp, a fair comp might be more like Troy Fumagalli of Wisconsin. He's this guy who can do it all, and he's not going to set the world on fire as a receiver, but he's always going to be there, and he's always going to do what you ask him to do. He's going to be able to run the routes you ask him to run. He definitely needs help in that area and a little more coaching in that area um, just to kind of be on the level where he needs to be for Big Ten play, but he has the potential to be a really great all-around tight end. And that's kind of the thing that has me so excited about him. We'll talk about his path to playing in a second, but I don't ever think he's going... He's never going to be the burner. He's never going to be the quick guy. He's never going to be the guy that stretches the defense. He's going to be the guy that on third down and four or on second and goal from the eight-yard line, you say... Pat, go run to the sticks, or Pat, go run into the end zone. We're going to throw a ball in your direction, and it's going to be an accurate pass. You're not going to have to go way up and get it. And you're going to catch this football because you're just a good pass catcher. 
I, I, I mean, I'm not, you know, he's not a total lug. I mean, he's a good athlete. He's just not, you know, the Mike Gusecki or even the Zach Koontz, who I'll talk about him with Matt. So if you've enjoyed the Matt editions of this more than you've enjoyed the Bill and Nick editions of this, you can head to that one right now. But what... Like you said, Nick, the fact that he has the more well-rounded game, the fact that he is a solid blocker, that you can put him on the line and he gives you a little more flexibility with what you do with your tight ends because they could probably split him out wide if they want and they want to, you know, do very basic things with him, but he's the tight end that you put him on the line of scrimmage. If you need him to maul somebody, he's going to maul somebody. If you need him to go catch a ball, he's going to catch a ball. I think that of Penn State's two tight ends, because there is a lot of time to be had at tight end right now, of its two tight ends in its this class, I would say that Fryermuth, because of how safe of a player he is and how solid of a blocker he is and how he doesn't really have to bulk up. He is two inches shorter than Zach Koontz and weighs 30 pounds more. I would say he probably is the one more likely to play in 2018. Yep, I agree completely. I I think Zach Koontz is going to be an incredible receiving tight end, possibly even better than Mike Kosicki was when all is said and done. But Frymouth is that guy that's just going to have his hands dirty every single week. And he's that guy that could play as a freshman because of Penn State's tight ends now, we, I mean, John Holland is not a blocker at all. And he has no business being a blocker. Um, Danny Dalton, we don't really know. Nick Bowers, we don't really know. But neither of the, neither of those guys, Dalton a little more so than Bowers, Bowers was pretty much just his offense in high school is pretty much give the ball to Nick Bowers in whatever way you can, whether that's him throwing, receiving, or running it. Um, not, none of those guys were really have really grown up playing with that style like Fryermuth has, and he offers something different. He offers that potential as an all-around player while already having the blocking down. I think eventually he ends up being that guy that – Ohio State fans are going to be cursing his name because for whatever reason, he's always open on third and seven. And for whatever reason, he never drops the ball. I think he has, he he can kind of end up being that sneaky option at tight end. And as much as the two tight end sets were maligned this year for Penn State because they almost all led to negative plays, I think in the future when they actually have two guys that are pass catching threats and it's not just an obvious run play i think his ability to kind of be the forgotten man on that play will be cause him to be a really great weapon for penn state so i think that we see him on the field early as a freshman maybe i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stake my name to that in any sense because there are other options who have been there longer but i would not all at all be surprised to see him play as a true freshman Hey, Nick, guess what? We're going to nickname him 7-Eleven. Do you know why? 7-Eleven. Because he's always open. <laughs>